Hi, this is Oliver. This is Eleanor, and we're from the present group. We sat down with Aaron GM to talk about his latest piece for the present group. Five improvisations within the mundane to affirm the present moment. It was July 26, 2011. We were at our home in Oakland, California, and he was at his home in L.A. We hope you enjoy it. Bye-bye. For listeners who haven't seen your piece for the present group, would you mind just describing it? Yeah. It's a video that sits on a tripod, so you have one point, and and it's interactive to where you can pan around the room. And as you pan, I'm performing in five different locations of the room. So you have a pivot point, and that's your point of view. And you swivel with the mouse or your finger and you can swivel around as you swivel around I'm performing five different locations and as you get closer to the performance the sound gets louder as you move away it gets softer and there's overlapping you know sound sometimes overlaps sometimes the performances overlap what appealed to you about situating it in a domestic space for me I, I think of my own, uh, like where I grew up, my parents' house, and that that being their installation, and like all the energy that's there in my parents' house. And so I did a lot of performances in my parents' house where, to me, it was like this installation that my mom had, and dad had, had done. And the way that it's put together, it's like I'm interested in how things just accumulate over time. So there's like this kind of quality to it where it's like this sort of diffuse quality of things being arranged and stacked and there's like this quality of time and of like of love there's always associated a lot of love in my parents home so that is like this perfect place to perform in that within my parents installation so that domestic house that I chose is not my parents installation but to me it represents like but also the domestic is the mundane, you know, it's like, you know, it's ordinary, it's direct, it's, it's like what we, what we live with. So the, the kind of affirmation of performing within the mundane and, and, and finding the transcendent within that space, finding transcendent within the mundane is why I chose the domestic setting. It's like, you know, I just sitting in a chair, I look over my shoulder and it's, you know, it's just domestic space so I can find the transcendence within this domestic space. So, of course, there's, you know, on a highly subjective level, it's, it's charged for me already, so it's an exciting place to perform. How can I redirect the energy in that space? In the hallway scene, mm-hmm. you're you're reading off a list of words or phrases, and or at least you appear to be reading them off. Um, yeah. Where did, the, where did they come from? So those, those words are on one level they're like they're just language like you know playing with them like toys so they're just playing with language like a toy and then 
in another way, the, the, it's like a landscape. You know, I've been interested in like this living in LA and any city, anywhere really. You're you're under attack. You're confronted with uh, this like really fucked up landscape, this energy, like this fucked up energy, such as you know this kind of disposable commercial landscape or featherweight landscape, whatever however you want to refer to it. So it's like kind of neutralizing that by just by reading this list. And the list is, um, yes, yeah, some of it is written down, some of it is, isn't written down. You know, there's an improvisation within, within that list too. But it sets out, it sets up this landscape because I'm doing this, this, this performative work with this particular landscape in mind uh, of, of like redirecting that, the energy of that landscape. You know, by, by putting them all together, it creates like it neutralizes it like it uh it makes it like a stage so it sets up the stage which then i can perform upon that language or in that particular the landscape of these places because they're pop references and so uh there is like you know like playing with the words like a lyrical and this sort of narrative texture is is a part of it. It's a fun game. You know, it's like a game that I could play with my friends or something that you would, that you could play with the texture of these words and these references. And so that's one part. And the, the other part is in this landscape. Like if I say Houston, Gulfstream, Best Buy, Target, uh, Savon, right. you know, this, 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 this. So this is this, this is this like, this is this, we're under attack from this, this, this language. You know, these, do, you, do you think that the, the words sort of, when you're when you're playing with them, do they lose meaning, or do you, you know, when they, I was watching it, I, I kept thinking about being in a car and like watching billboards slide yeah, by. Totally, totally. Okay, so let me set up this metaphor then. So in judo, there is a move, and I don't know the, the proper pronunciation in Japanese, but there is a move where you, and there's several versions of these moves, or there's many actually, where you, your opponent is coming at you, attacking you. So your opponent is, let's say, Best Buy. And instead of running away from the Best Buy, instead of, uh, you know, trying to slash at it or use violent toward, violence towards it, the move that you do with your opponent in Judo is you use their energy against them, right? They're coming at you with all this force. And say so your opponent's a lot bigger than you are. So you use this energy against them and you reverse. So you use their energy against them, use their momentum against them as they're coming. You know, it's like maybe like a sidestep and you, you could put them down and so that then you neutralize it. And then you, you get them into a submissive position. So it's a way of using that language that's being thrown at us that we have to deal with. Right, you're driving through a car. You have to deal with all this this language, this lo- this landscape, this disposable landscape, that cultural landscape, and you you can turn it into a place of play. You begin to play with it. So that's the move. You know, that's like that's the the the, the, the list for me. How how important is this sense of play to your work in general? Uh, it's super important. Yeah, it's super duper important because. Uh, you know, play, it, it affirms, you know, it's a life-affirming activity. It's it's a way to affirm, like, being, you know, being here. When, I mean, I'm really, I'm really into uh, non-separation, non-duality, you know, being present in the moment. 
So when you when you ha- are are present to the moment, this and uh, you sort of accept the mystery and the not knowing, a, a sense of play enters, you know, lightness enters, and and when that begins to happen, so it's a very life affirming activity. You know, there's affirmation there, kind of like affirmation within the mundane. But then there's also some some of the performances in this particular piece are seem like you're like working through a problem like you're sort of grunting and like <laughs> yeah yeah you know yeah. It, sometimes it seems like it's it's like a struggle yeah for some reason it comes out as a struggle but what's happening you know on the inside because the the uh the performances for me are happening on the inside and the outside it's like i you know believe it or not they're like it's a celebration for me it's like saying well, what the fuck you know it's kind of like saying what the fuck is this over and over and over and over and over again and and being joyful about that, being happy about that, you know, like being having love in that. Being like, what the fuck is this? Well, what is this? What's this? You know, what's this move? What's that move? What's this move? What's this? Mm-hmm. And the way that I access that, the tool that I use is somatically. You know, I use my body because it's it's the d- most direct thing for me. Because I use, you know, t- the, the language that I use is authentic movement, right? And authentic movement, I, I, I figured is like this kind of highly subjective creative signature that we all have and those are my move that's my moves you know that's the way that i express it when sometimes when you're performing i i think of when i get lost in my head or when you know when you're between being asleep and awake and you're sort of stuck in a phrase or sound (laughs) or a moment is that is that sort of what you try and embrace or and like you talk about being present but do you feel like you're very present in these moments or are you do you sort of let yourself get lost well i think present or lost i mean i feel super duper present and maybe that's being lost i think the body also represents this access of the finite and the infinite you know it's like well we have this body but then we then it's our body deteriorates but then there's this whole infinite thing you know like ideas and love it's at that point where i'm like oh okay you know where i where i feel really you know that I'm celebrating, and maybe that's the maybe that's the present moment. I'm not really sure. <laughs> it probably is actually that in between. I'm I'm absolutely embracing. Well, let's let's take a step back. How do you how do you go about creating your performances? I, they're improvisational, and I get into. It depends how much time has passed between performances, but it's usually. You know, so I, I kind of collect in this very diffuse manner and get into like a zone. You know, I start to, there's like a lot of empathy that, that you know, I start, starts to well inside. And, you know, I might have some words uh, that, uh, that I would repeat or to something to just remind me of something. And then... Uh, and then I go for it, you know, I step out and start to perform. This is like a live performance, right? Uh, and I start to just perform in front of people. Um, and it's pretty it's like similar with the camera, like with what you'll see, it's pretty similar. But again, it goes back to, a lot of time it goes back to these, these movements that, I, that, that surface and resurface. And what I call these like authentic movements. That somehow express something, you know, for me. But at the same, in the same time, again, they—it's like internally, 
physiologically, if I'm moving my hand a certain way or pressing my middle finger against the base of the inside of my thumb feels a certain way. So there's these, there's this process that's happening within, you know, on the inside. So this story starts to build, this, this, this little uh, game start to play during the performance, you know, and then they'll swell and well up and then we'll go back down. Yeah, like the, it's the performance you did at LTD. Yeah, know? the bakery. It was like a pseudo bakery. You know, so there's this whole narrative shell to it, to those, to those performances. And so within the narrative shell, I mean, it was more veiled. It was like really veiled. So within that narrative shell, that then there was, you know, I had these like whatever thirty props, and okay, let's see what I could do with the thirty props. So those, I guess those are, you know, these props were toys, and then let's see what can be made with the with the thirty toys, and play, you know, just play, 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 play. I don't know how many videos I made, like four hundred videos, <laughs> over three weeks, just just playing, 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 playing. And that's different. I don't know. It's different. I don't quite understand the link just yet. You know that's okay, but but between stepping out in front of people and performing, is more, it more it's more direct. Like I feel like the uh, the 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 performances at the bakery were, you know, they're like a lot of left turns or something. Do you think much about you know the document versus being in front of people and you know like in this piece? no one was present for the actual performance. So the only way to experience for anyone else is through this interactive video. But then again, this video is not really a document because it exists with five of you in the room at once. So do you think yeah, of it more as a document or do you think of it more as something else? I think of it is as the closest representation. I've always struggled with Every video I've ever taken of a live performance is always like, never gets there. Not even close. So I'm really, really happy with what this does because there it gets some kind of essence out. You know, kind of some kind of essence. Like you have these five performances, five personality, five movements happening at the same time, and then there's this interactive quality, which is like, oh man, you know, it's fucking amazing. Like you, you could. You could go over here, you could go over there. And then, uh, you know, so it feels like there's a, there's this then kind of built-in randomness with the, the audience, like really completing it. It's amazing. I'm really pleased with that. I think about it as kind of a document, the, es- the essence of what, what's, you know, what I'm after, you know, what I'm going towards and what might be happening in those performances, absolutely. What's the big zone? Oh, Big Zone? Mm-hmm. Um, Big Zone was a piece that I started that was good. Uh, it was like a starting point, and then it would be able to. Um, there would be these really giant. Uh, see, uh, <clears throat> with a piece like the one, the Capizio's Bakery, that piece is, uh, you know, I consider it. I'm interested. I was interested in in creating this uh, framework that uh, where the, the the inside the frame the, the composition was never finished so it was more than that it was always in motion there was always 
a moving component to the composition. It was always in flux. So the, the kind of metaphor that I came up with was the snow globe and like a snow globe, you would, you'd have this, all these parts inside. So would be shake it up, you know, it's, and things are in rotation. Some things are on the floor, some things are rotating. So you have this constant rotation. So, uh, so that was the device I was using and the, in the big zone operating in the same way that you would, um, you know, that, that you, that you, I started this piece and that over a long period of time, it's like really stepping back from the composition. Over a period of time, you would add these components to this big zone, to this giant composition that would be done in 40 or 50 years or something. You know, I, I just thought of Pierre Menzoni or something when he was in a Pierre Menzoni when he like put the pedestal on the, on the earth. You know, it's like, it's like an expanded view you know, of a composition or something, trying to be expansive. <laughs> you know, composition is whatever you delineate as composition. Uh, you know, whatever frame you delineate, then you can put wherever you want into the composition. You know, what, anything, anything becomes part of the composition that you begin to then play with. Right, and it, that's still super conventional. You know, it's a convention because you're defining a, a, a frame and then you're like, okay, all this stuff is in that frame. What I'm interested in is that how do you how do you then have that frame and how can sometimes on very special occasions maybe things go leave the frame, right? And maybe something that's really good goes back in goes into the frame. You know, how do you have this frame? It's like like the cell in the body, you know, you know how we have these certain membranes in our body, it's amazing. Like you just had twins, right? I mean you have where at some points, the cell knows to let some things in and other things not. And if it's a different time, it knows to let those things that didn't let in, in, and not those things. So it's like, that's amazing. You know, and that seems to be, of course, this contradiction. But it's not. It's just life. It's just things happening. So I draw upon that, you know, those examples and thinking about this framework as delineating this frame and then using these materials within that. But like I said, I've boiled it down to just energy, you know, working with energy. You, you went to school in San Francisco and then you moved down to LA. Mm-hmm. Um, did LA turn out to be what you expected? Um, can you see like a way of making a living as an artist down there? Um, absolutely, absolutely. To you can make a living as an artist, only because it's, you know, there it has an inter- in terms of the art scene, it has an international presence. You know, so you have a lot of people coming through, and you can meet people, and you know, people, the, you know, the, the galleries you know, do well here, or some of the galleries do well here, so. You know, this could be a really good home base for this country, as far as I'm, as far as you know, my experience. You know, it feels like, I mean, historically, you know, there's been a lot of, you know, people have have had. You can have a giant. If we're talking about career, is that what we're talking about? Sure. Yeah, I mean, you can have a you can have a big career, but then again, you, you kind of almost have, it seems like you could have a big career from any ways. You know, you do whatever whatever you feel comfortable with. But I feel like it's probably easier where there's a lot of uh, people coming in and out, and that's what you find in LA. Mm-hmm. Um, 
you know, there's it's visible. So uh, in that regard, it's good. I also am really comfortable with LA now, and that initially was not the case coming from Northern California. Aside from like, you know, hating the sports teams, it was like, <laughs> like the whole aesthetic of LA was so counterintuitive to me. And uh, I went to here. I came here to finish up at UCLA and to, you know, and take advantage of that. And that was good. And uh, and you know, I came down here with a bunch of friends who were also artists. And some of us were varying places. I was finishing school. Some people had finished grad school. Some people had just done undergrad. I was finishing undergrad. And uh, so we were all different places, and we were all really like lost and alienated and sad because LA just kind of seems to do that to you. Even though we were living together, we we're all. We're all together, it's funny. So it, was, it wasn't what I expected at first, but then, you know, you make it your own. And then L.A. is a really amazing place, the most diverse, diverse place in the world. Hmm. You know, that's pretty That's pretty special. Do you feel like it's informed your work? Um, yeah, totally. Totally. I also live on the west side of L.A. We're not any artists. No artists live around me. <laughs> and, again, that's this kind of domestic play on my part. You know, feeling like I want to find the, the the energy within this within this setting, and yeah, just you know, just being here is it's a really funny place. There's lots com- coming at you. There's a lot to work with. It's a very dynamic place, and there's room. You know, it's horizontal. I love the horizontalness of it. I love the spread. All right. We're going to finish up with our heavy-duty question. <laughs> What's the value of art? Okay, the value of art. The value of art. I mean, art, I feel like art's value um, lies in its power to, to be transformative. It's, it lies in its transformative power. So, you know, it's like the art allows you to to find out you know, one's authentic self. It, it, like, it allows you to shift things. You know, if you're not happy with something, you can express it. You can say, I'm not happy. So you can negate something in order to affirm yourself. It's like, say, I'm not happy. And even in that expression, <clears throat> you, you, there, there's, an, there's an affirmation. And so, you know, like art is like the super, it's super powerful. It's like the most powerful. You know, because it's just this this vast, infinite place to play, and it's this vast place to to celebrate, you know, life to celebrate and, and to 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 express love. Thanks, Aaron. You're welcome.